Magnus Albion Presents North to South, Episode 2 Written and directed by Olivia Lewis Brown I don't know what she's doing. Just fucking dawdling about. <coughs> no, she's not my type, Constable. I tend not to go for women who like to bury their fist in my face. Why do I have to do this again? She's gonna find trouble for herself, whether I'm involved or not. Trust me, Constable. I'm as stealthy as a cat in the night. She's got no clue I'm here. Hold it. She's coming this way. She's coming over. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll, I'll, I'll call you back. Officer Gilroy. Officer Gilroy, I got you a wimpy extra hot off the grill if you want it. Here. Thought her to keep you going while you're spying on me. Keep those electrolytes up. I'm not spying on you. Is that right now? Then what's with the hat and sunglasses? It's minus ten degrees. Oh, it's fucking cold out here. Can I get in the car? <clears throat> no, you may not. Hey! Hey! Get out of the car! But it's freezing outside. Look! My nipples could cut glass. God, I, I don't want to see that. What? You don't like girls' nipples? Or is it just the girls you don't like? I like girls' nibbles enough. Knew it, you pervert. I'm not a pervert! Then for God's sake, man, look at my tits and tell me it's not cold outside. Fine! Oh, you can stay in the feckin' car, Jesus Christ. So, constable's got you a nanny duty, eh? Doing the grunt work. Only because no one else had feckin' do it after the way you brutally attacked me. Would you just get over it already? It was a playground injury. I really meant it when I said I was sorry. Honest and true. <sighs> what do you want, Miss McGowan? I'm on duty. Well, if you're gonna be stalking me anyway... Monitoring you for surveillance purposes. Right. I need a ride up to St. Anne Whittle's nunnery. And what gives you the idea that I'd help you out? Well, it makes your job easier if I'm here in the car with you and not getting into trouble now, doesn't it? And I get a lift to wherever I need to go without losing fingers to frostbite. It makes sense. Nothing about you makes sense. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Catch yourself on, woman. I've seen your record. It's all over the shop. <laughs> you smarmy bastard! You have my file! Five years in the army, two years in Borstal. And then you come out and join the Guardian News as a Crime Watch reporter. What gives you the right to look through my personal information? Part of my surveillance training, ma'am. That's right. Constable gave me full access. There's nothing you can get past me, so don't try and be smart, understand? I'm not here to make friends. Clearly I couldn't guess that by your warm and inviting nature. I'm here to do a job, Miss McGowan. I'll drive you, but, but that's it. No talking, no antagonisation. Keep it zipped and we'll get along just fine. Was that your best attempt at sounding like your balls are dropped? Because it needs some work. Miss McGowan, if you'd prefer to walk... All right, I'll shut my smart hole. How's about that? Sounds marvellous. Right, off we go then. 
What are you interviewing this nun for, anyway? That's my business. Your burger's getting cold. Me, that cheese is like lava. The eyes on the road, Jesus, Mr. Bourne. You're feeling tired because you've already lost a lot of blood. You've probably torn your stitches. If you pull over, I can dress it for you. Shut up. Keep your head down or I'll blow it off your fucking shoulders. <laughs> Get the map out of the glove compartment there, will you? And tell me which way is south. You can't keep this up for much longer. You're going to need my help eventually. Aren't you nuns supposed to be the suffering silence type? If you lose any more blood, you'll, you pass out at the wheel, but you probably kill us both. Is that what you want, Mr. Boyle? And in return for your help? Come on, then. What's your angle? My angle? Yeah. What are you getting out of helping me? Peace of mind. Shit! Close the door. Pass me that blanket. Evening, folks. Uh, what seems to be the problem, officer? Well, sister, we've been told the snow and the rain's gonna get a lot worse, so we gotta turn people back from the border. Uh, I hope that's not a problem now. Hey, pal, you all right there? Oh, he's, um, he's, he's, uh, he's got food poisoning, officer. We were on our way to the hospital to get it looked at. Should you be driving in that condition, sir? I assure you it looks worse than it is. I'm a nurse myself at the convent. I said I'd take him, but he insisted on driving like a true gentleman. That's me. True gent from me arse cracked on my balls. Right. Sister, if it's not that serious, we're gonna have to turn you back, I'm afraid. Not a problem, officer. We'll get in our way. Have a good evening now. Move it or lose it, sister. No one takes a shot at me. Move! Please! Johnny, don't stoop to his level! More like he's stooping to mine. There. Best of both worlds. I get to twat a copper like I wanted, and you get to save my soul like you wanted. Happy? Wait! We can't leave him unconscious at the side of the road in a storm. Sure we can. Grab his wallet and cuffs and let's go. Come on! Get in the car and shut up. <laughs> Mr. Boy, Johnny, please slow down. Mr. Boyle! Mr. Boyle! Are you alright? 
Wake up, Johnny, come on! There we go, that's it. Stay still for me. You're hurt. There's a first aid kit in the trunk. Don't move. I'll be right back, okay? I, I know, Johnny, I know. I just need to stop the bleeding. Stay as still as you can for me. Mr. Boyle, what is the meaning of these? Insurance policy. Take the cuffs off now. Take them off! Sorry, sister. If I pass out, that's just too good an opportunity for you to run. How dare you! You brute! You feeble-minded lowlife! You take these cuffs off me right now! Sorry, darling. I guess I'm just too feeble-minded to understand. Johnny? No! Johnny! Johnny, oh no, you don't! Don't you dare pass out, Johnny! Perfect. Just marvellous. Lord, you better have a damn good reason for sticking me with this. Okay, so map says from Derry we'll make our way to Dundalk, from Dundalk to Dublin, then from Dublin to... You know you're reading that upside down. I got a question. Why are you risking so much for this story? I mean, you heard the constable. You've got a lot to lose. Or just as much to gain. This could make national news if done right. Ever the optimist? I don't know why, though. With your record and the potential lawsuit you'll have to deal with from MI5 since the story's been classified for the last 20 years, you'll only end up bankrupt, fired, or back in prison for treason. How's that glass-half-full mentality treating you now? Better than whatever pessimistic cocktail you've been drinking. I understood the risks when I set out to do this. And I'm no fucking optimist. I'm an opportunist. That's a feckin' difference. Well, the opportunist is the guy who drinks the water while the pessimist, the optimist and the realist are arguing about how I fill the fucking glasses. So what does your girlfriend think of being the office bum boy? I don't have a girlfriend. I see. So you're a part-time pillow biter. Or are you more of a fanny balls type of guy? I'm not gay. Where the hell did you learn that kind of English? Catholic school. And what about you, when you're not causing havoc? Me? I dabbled, but... Nah. Guess I'm more of a bloke smoker than a bean flicker. Jesus Christ. You kiss your mammy with that mouth. Well, that would be pretty impossible now, wouldn't it, since I don't have a mammy. She died when I was a wee and... I never knew my dad, so... I'm sorry, Sheila. Why? Never even knew them. So, you know, no skin off my clit. Is that why you joined the army, then? Well, they're a family when you need one. And it was either that or a two-year sentence without probation for assault. Why am I not surprised? Besides, the army is pretty much made up of troubled kids. Keeps them well-stocked. Not much left to learn about survival when life has already kicked the shit out of you. Hey, Sheila. I gotta ask. About that prison sentence. We're here! I phoned ahead, so she'll be waiting. Let's get this over with. Hold, hold on. 
So who is this nun? The Reverend Mother. And she's rumoured to be about as much fun as a sandpaper dildo. She hates tardiness, so let's not keep her waiting. Good morning, Starshine. When did that happen? In the storm last night, wheels are really packed up with mud there. Looks like a job for a nun with rock-solid ankles. Oh, what? You're too lazy to help me. I wouldn't exactly say that I'm lazy, but it's a good thing that breathing's a reflex. Besides, you really expect me to push that thing out of a deep ditch like that with this leg? What in God's name have you done to yourself? I tried to cauterise the wound on the exhaust, but it wasn't hot enough, so I need you to do it. Is that alcohol I can smell on your breath? Jesus, you pickled. Find it in the back. Looks like one of your sisters likes a bit of the old fire water, eh? <laughs> you think whiskey will solve all your problems, Mr. Boy? Hey, I'm under no illusion, sister. Alcohol does not solve any problems. But then again, neither does fucking milk. Hey, oh, I can't believe this. You can't even lie down without holding on. Well, I didn't have any fancy anaesthetic on me, sister. Now... Fix me up good and proper before I start seeing double and can't get a clean shot at you. Mr Boyle, I don't think you understand. Without treatment and antibiotics, the wound will become septic. Listen, lady, I've had my fair share of battle scars. Just seal it up and I'll get it seen to when I get to where I'm going. You don't know where you're going and nor do I. Oh God, why won't you tell me? Is it because you shoot me as soon as I'm not needed anymore? Oh, this again? Well, it'll save me a lot of feckin' bother. Hey, hey, shh, shh, wait. Calm, calm down. Don't raise your blood pressure. I'm sorry, I should know better. Sister Jude always says don't argue with an idiot. He'll drag you down to his level and beat you with experience. Is this my peanut horn? It was the only metal big enough that I could find. Okay, I'm go. I'm only going to hold it against your skin for a few seconds. That should be enough to close the wound. All right, just one last swig of the bug juice, and it's up to you now, Doc. Okay, I'm going to sterilise it. This might sting. God, you're beautiful, sister. I want you to know that I enjoy you visually. Okay, stay very still for me. Don't waste energy talking either. Are you praying for me? Because I find that quite touching. No, I'm praying for myself, asking God to forgive me. Forgive you for those wicked thoughts you're having about me? Uh, what wicked thoughts? Please. I saw the way you were eyeballing me when I was all tied up BDSM style. It certainly seemed like you knew what you were doing with them ropes. I don't know what you're talking about. And if I want to do M&M, that's between myself and the Lord. You know, I've been thinking about you a lot recently. About your lips and those... Piercing baby blues. I forgive you for this idle chatter because you're drunk. Drunk or not, I can't help thinking about the first time I saw you in that white lace nightdress. You took my breath away. You looked like an angel. You must forget that and any other impure thoughts you have about me. I don't want to forget, sister. I can't tell you how much I wish you weren't a nun. Are you ready? Jesus. This is definitely not how I imagined you giving me the horn. Okay, Mr. Boyle, I'm going to do it now. On three. One. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck! You said on three! Well, you never do it on three. You always act on two, otherwise the patient flinches away. That's abusing my right to be a coward. 
If I want to flinch, I'll fucking flinch. Jesus! Look, what are you complaining about? It's done, see? All you have to worry about is keeping it clean, Mr Boyle, and you should be right as rain. Now sober up. We've got a long journey. Well, that was fun. <clears throat> Better than sex, too. A cigarette? No? Sit yourself. Those things will kill you. They're the only thing I'm staying alive for. Nothing like a smoke to thaw out the lungs on a cold Irish morning. Come on, let's make tracks. You push, I'll drive it out. OK, but the bottle stays with me, and I'm driving the rest of the way. Fine, Sister Savage. Sister, are you ready? I'm ready, brother boy. I'm ready. Okay. And push it. Go! 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 Jesus. Go, go, go! We appreciate you lending us your time, Sister Plum. Please, come eat it. More tea, Officer Gilroy. Gilroy. That sounds familiar. You don't happen to be related to... Officer Ennis Gilroy. Yes, and he's my father. How do you know? His dad was one of the officers assigned to help us find Dorothy back in the day. He's a good friend of mine, as I'm sure Officer Gilroy the Junior would have told you. Of course, yeah. My mind is a bit fuzzy. It's been a long journey. Why didn't you tell me your father worked in this case? You never asked. So, how can I be of service, Miss McGowan? Well, Edith, we just wanted a deeper insight into what happened on the day police discovered Sister Odella was missing. Well, as a matter of fact, we were sat right at this very table. Reverend Mother Jude and I at the time when the guardie came to visit. That's the constable. Good Lord, the years have not been kind. When did you first discover Sister Odella was missing? About seven o'clock this morning, officer. Today is the day she would have taken her final vows to join the adult clergy. We awaken with the dawn and pray until dusk, which is when I found her room empty. I see. And was there any reason Sister Odella would want to leave the church? Maybe a case of cold feet? Oh, no, officer. She's been preparing for her final vows her entire life. What would give you that idea? Actually, Sister, I can attest to that. Sister Plum? You knew about this? No, no, no. I never thought she'd leave, Officer. Sister Adela was nervous about today. She kept talking about greener pastures and wasting her years here praying on her knees. Something like that. I see. Well, it looks like we're dealing with nothing more than a common runaway. Nothing to worry about, sisters. I'm sure we'll find Sister Odella in no time. So which one's your dad? The tall, dark, handsome fella next to Edith? Something doesn't add up here, surely. How could you come out of that? Well, Miss McGowan, never judge a book by its cover. I thought you said he was working on this case. If that's not him, then where is he? 
He was, but this particular officer accompanying Mr. Jan and Scully is not him. Then where is he? Ah, uh, Detective Inspector, sir. Ah, Officer Gilroy. Dear God, man, what happened to your face? Hold it. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy on my side. That exploded nose can't just be a coincidence. It is a coincidence. Play. Sisters, this is our man at border control, Officer Ennis Gilroy. What he's doing here, instead of patrolling for IRA smugglers, I'm waiting to comprehend. Sir, I heard about your case and I came running. Who else did I see at the border last night than a nun by the looks of Sister Dorothy Odella, the girl on the missing persons list this morning? You definitely saw Dottie. Right you are, ma'am. However, I must speak with Inspector Detective Scully. In private, if you please, sir. Seems we may have a slight problem, sir. You see, Sister Odella, from what I can remember, last night was not alone. She was by the man. Her lover? No, sir. The man was the one who did this. With a gun, he was holding on her, sir. A kidnapping? Ugh, well, this just gets worse and worse. Why didn't you come to me sooner? And that's not the half of it, sir. And, well, sir, I didn't know it was him at the time, but he did look familiar to me. So, like, deja vu. So, I did some digging. I found a file on him. He's registered under a terrorist watch list, sir. It's the Johnny Boyle. Sir, we found our guy. Is everything all right, officers? Well, not exactly, ma'am. I'm not going to lie to you in God's house and say it's good news, because it's not. Sister Dorothy is in a great deal of trouble. Oh, my. Who is this man, officer? I've heard he's a ruthless, bloodthirsty criminal. And not only the good sister, but all of us should be very, very afraid. This has been a Magnus Albion original production of North to South, written and directed by Olivia Lewis Brown, featuring performances by Dale Grant as Johnny Boyle, Luisa Guerrero as Dorothy Odella. Hector McCormick as Patrick Gilroy. Catherine Ivers as Sheila McGowan. Roisin Brown as Edith Plum. Margaret Ashley as Sister Mary Jude. Thomas Deller as Ennis Gilroy. And James Doctory Rhodes as Constable Dean Janin Scully. Original music composition by Liv Muir Wilson. Sound design by Lucas Costaboli. Narration by J. Michael Boran. Copyright 2021.